Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. I'll fall for this weather. Just not your bullshit. <laughs> so dumb. It's I take, so dumb. I take my coffee black. Like my heart. <laughs> Wait, the level of joy in your face when you just said that was kind of not. You are glowing from your time. I was having such a hard time. And it's also like it's a it's a like a, a reference to one of my favorite like insane jokes in the movie airplane oh my god i haven't have i seen that maybe when i was a youth yes. years ago i watched it like recently and i was like this holds up but these jokes are wild and this girl like um this like seven-year-old girl is having coffee on the airplane and this like eight-year-old boy comes over he's like mind if i join you and she's like yes would you like some coffee and he's like it's like they're talking like adults and she's like he's like how do you like it cream sugar it's like i take it black like my men <laughs> and oh she's, like, my seven. god <laughs> and this is from the 70s uh, late 80s? 70s, early 80s. Okay, interesting. All right. Well, you guys got some ribald humor. There it is. Okay, into yeah. it, into it. And it's Andy's Girls. It's episode 346. Wow. Recording in the Clovis, recording a two ep day. Wow. Two ep day. Ruling. And you know what? Invigorating, yeah. inspiring. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. I have to say, Chic C'est la Vie, both episodes I know. C'est bon, c'est bon. And I'm so excited to have a return guest who hasn't been to the apartment. No. Casa de la, what's the name of Kathy's actual tequila? Soul? I don't actually know. And I keep like trying to like figure it out so I can see if I see it in the world. And I'm always like, I know 818 because like Rena was like 818. But like Kathy didn't really like say the name of hers ever in footage. She just held it. Just hold it. I'm like, I can't see that. And all tequila looks the same. The bottles all look the same. They do. They all look like like liquor bottles look like liquor bottles. Like unless it's like a different weird thing. Unless it's it's 818. It's true. It's like plastered all over there. Kathy, tell us the name of the tequila. I was going to make a Casa de la Gal because I think it's Casa de Sol. But I really. I'm sure it's something like. Absolutely, um, you know, borrowing from a culture that's not hers. (laughs) Listen, I got to tell you, she might be borrowing, but I know this guest is for keeps. Oh, my God. Look at that. Look at that little transition. You know her as a comedian, a writer, a performer whose recent run seemingly everywhere. You did New York. You did L.A. You did Brooklyn, which is technically also still a part of New York. Correct. A show called Oh God, a show about abortion. Yeah. Was 
a rave everywhere, covered everywhere. Anna Wintour herself yes, gave the it queen. the queen, the literal queen, um, the remaining queen. Yes. I mean, uh, she's back on AG, and I'm so happy to have her. Allison Libby, how are we? I'm great. It's fall. We're here. It's nice out. We did it. We did it. You got mission accomplished. If like if we had tried to do this like a week or two ago, I would have been like, "Can we do Zoom?" <laughs> like I'm not going outside. Like I've been like, I I would say like depressed mm. and like unhappy, and then like I woke up today and I was like, "Okay, now I'm okay." Like I just like I have the opposite of seasonal affect dis- like seasonal affective disorder. Like summer makes me depressed. Can it be? No, I'm exactly the same way. But can it be seasonal affective? Yeah, I guess disorder it's just a just different season. Summer, right. <laughs> I have summer affective disorder. Still sad. Um, I mean, I'm really a, I'm a spring fall kind of girl. Me too. I just like, I don't do well in heat. Yeah. I get really cranky and really lazy and I hate it. Well, you know, I've been literally inside yes. all summer, 24 yes. seven. I mean, good. You didn't miss anything. I missed your show, number one, which I was so sad about. There will be more opportunities. Not. I That is what I'm hopeful for. And I saw it during, right before its run downtown, yes. which I'm so thankful for while yes. I was stuck inside. So at least you got to see it. In the fetal it. position. So I got to see well, it. a version of it, yeah. And it was fantastic. And literally, guys, if you didn't hear about the show, it's because you are not online, have no <laughs> subscriptions to magazines, no access to national media outlets and sources. It really was. I mean, it was one of those things of yeah. like, can't happen to a better person. Oh. It was awesome to see and and kind of experience as an outsider voyeur Um rightful attention be mm-hmm. paid to your work and your voice and your experience, which I thought Aww. was incredible. Thank you. Yeah, it was very exciting. It's been like I've been the come down now and mm. kind of like there's like a lot of weird just like, oh, that part's over and mm-hmm. oh, wow, that was really intense. But I will say something that I'm very disappointed by is that no one from Bravo <gasps> ever saw the show. Oh, my God. Why didn't Andy go to the show? Anna Wintour went to the show. That's what I'm saying. And, like, it's it's not like no, it's not like it was, like, some little Brooklyn show and nobody. It's, like, it was off-Broadway in the West Village for several months. I just thought we would see a Lindsay Hubbard, um, a Bethany Frankel. Uh, yeah, Anna Burner, even. A ha- I mean, yes. Oh, right. Also a comedian. I was yeah. just thinking of some I was like, people. why didn't she come? Why awesome. didn't... I was like, who are people in the cast? I know, but like, Paige, Paige where were you? Like, where was Danielle, Craig? Like, where, like, I think that, like, the, where are allies? Where was Carl? Right. Amanda and Kyle. Amanda and Kyle. I just thought, like, and, like, I, like, was hesitant to ask my publicist to, because, like, they had a list of, like, you know, prominent people that they reached out to to be like, please come see the show. But, but And some of them came, and that was very cool. But I was hesitant to put a lot of Bravo people on the list um, because I don't know how political some of them like to get. And like mm. the point of them coming is to post about it and be like, I saw this show and it was really good and tell your followers to come. Mm-hmm. And I, abortion is a little, I don't think it's tricky to people, but I think they're like, ooh, a lot of people who follow me might just like, I think that, the, so it's like if they weren't going to post, like, what was the point of What was going? the point? Even though like I would have liked to have like met them and taken a photo with them yeah. or something like that. But I'm hoping there will be like more performances of it and Good. like we're hoping it'll become like a special or whatever but like um which you know I think it must be but you know who knows with this industry like what you can expect but I really like I thought at one point of just DMing Lindsay 
Yeah. I did when I was in LA DM'd Katie, who did not respond, and <gasps> Ariana, who did respond because like we've met. And um I was like, oh, you guys, like I'm here for one night and I just like, you know, I know that you're both like progressive and support women's rights and like equal rights for everybody so like I think you would like this and I know you guys like comedy or whatever and they were like oh it was like the opening of Schwartz and Sandy's was like that night oh, so like shit. but Ariana was like I would love to try and come we'll see like we're filming today I was like you're not gonna it's literally to Largo after you've oh, been like no. at your like boyfriend's restaurant bar opening for like what is, I assume is like the crown jewel of the season <laughs> They're going to stretch that night into 16 to 19 episodes. They're going to need to because I don't know what else there is. Did you watch last season of Vanderpump Rules? I can't remember. That's how <laughs> boring it was. I have no idea if I watched la- I assume that I did watch last season of Vanderpump Rules. I will be in, like, I'm like, the Tom and Katie divorce, mm. Tom hooking up with Raquel, mm. James and Raquel being broke. Oh, I did, because it was, like, at the end, in the reunion, they broke up, James and Raquel. Yeah, they announced that they, they announced were no the longer engaged. So then, like, Raquel and Tom hooking up, and, like, I've heard some very disappointing news that, like, James is drinking again, and I feel like that no. might be kind of dark to watch. Okay, that's going to be tough. But it's like, you know, what... Oh, yeah, who yeah, else is yeah. around? Like, I forget who these other people are. And, like, you know, Sheena Shea gives us her everything. But, like, are we still on the Sheena train? Mm. Like, what is, like, you're a mother now. Mm-hmm. Not that, like, being a mother, like, precludes you from being, like, an absolutely out-of-control, fabulous reality star. But I don't know that I'm here for, like, year two of Summer Moon or Ocean or whoever. I forget who is who. But, like, <laughs> the babies all have nouns as names. And that's Waves. okay. Waves. <laughs> like, meet my Seagrass. daughter. Seagrass. <laughs> Celery. I actually think celery could work. Celery could work. Celery Sounds like could a work, right? Better than carrot. <laughs> I know. Yeah, an apple. Right. Do you remember when apple happened? Oh yes. And it was a big fucking. I think deal. apple like can drink legally now or something. Apple's like thirty. <laughs> Apple's in college. Oh god, that's terrible. I know. I and yet we still remain spiritually mid twenties plus. It is an absolute. It's crazy. It's a Hanukkah miracle. Is we what haven't it is. aged. If we haven't aged, not a day. A day. <laughs> not a day. Not a day. <laughs> So I have to ask, you know, obviously there was so much press attention around your show, Mm -hmm. sold out performances, did so well. You you traveled, you toured, it's going everywhere to the moon and back. I hope. What was your experience like disconnecting during that time? Were you able to? And was Bravo at all a part of that? Yeah, it was a huge part. Like Bravo is always a part of my like, you know time away from like whatever I'm working Mm. on but like I needed to so severely because like one it's grueling just to do theater like to do seven shows a week for months on end is exhausting of course so like my days were like normally when I'm out and doing stand-up or whatever like like most nights or like my days are doing different jobs or like Mm -hmm. writing or doing stuff but like this was just like I sat around all day until I had to leave. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. And I was mostly watching Bravo. I did a lot of re-watching series. I, like, started Summer House from the beginning and just watched all of it again. No. Now I have, like, different insights on it. What are you – what What did you feel like your mind changed or evolved or adjusted? I think, like, you know – I think my my understanding of Lindsay has has grown. Okay. I think early on I was like, I don't get this. I don't like this. I don't enjoy watching her. Mm-hmm. And now in going back and seeing where she is now, I'm like, this woman has given us everything. Yeah. She really is like an East Coast Sheena in that way where it's like she leaves it all on the table. She does leave it all on the table. There is no like, 
oh, Lindsay's going to go be calculating and, like, plan a little thing or, like, keep a part of her separate. Right. Like, whatever she is going through, she is wearing – she wears everything on her sleeve, Mm -hmm. which is what you need in these cast members. Um, She has big Sonya energy. Big Sonya energy. I do do think that, like, I don't know what they're doing with New York and, like, who could possibly know what the plans are for Roni and and Roni legends, a.k.a. (laughs) Like a retirement community somewhere in Yonkers. <laughs> the Roni Legends Ball. It's like, gonna be. I can't. It's yeah. going to be so bad. But like what I think they should have done is just taken Lindsay and Danielle and found their other friends who were their age. Not like this 27-year-old like Paige and all them. Like right. bring in Lin- that Lindsay is mid-30s. mid to late 30s. Yeah. Get some other ladies who are around her age. Maybe you keep like. Leah, I mean, I don't really like love watching Leah, but at least Leah and Lindsay are like similar generationally in a sure. way that like Leah and Ramona were not are two separate generations. So mm-hmm. it's like build a brand new like adult, call it housewives, call it whatever, but like follow Lindsay and like her friends through New York mm. and not this like weird like she's hanging out with people that are like Sierra's like 25 or 26, Lindsay's 36. Like what? Don't make them hang out anymore. Right. Like, Lindsay used to have a job. Does she work anymore? I want to know. Like, I want to, like, how is it, like, living with Carl? What does she do, like, on weeknights? What is the drink? Like, I just want, like, the Lindsay show. Do you think it could work since Summer House, um, notwithstanding COVID time when they were truly together for weeks 24-7, do you think... A dark season. A dark A dark season. Do you think there would be the possibility to do some, this is like a dream scenario and completely unrealistic, but like some sort of like Monday to Friday housewives weekend summer house? Or does she really need to graduate? I think she needs to graduate. Yeah. I think that she can still go out to the Hamptons sometimes and we should have eyes on that. Honestly, just put a camera on Lindsay all the time. That's what I want. 24-7 365 days a year. Really? I just think that, like, I'm interested in what she's doing. I think the way that she, like, really abruptly brought up her miscarriage and was super then open about it Mm. was really interesting. I don't, like, I love that she's with Carl and I really hope they're happy. But, like, Jason seemed like, did you watch Winter House? No, I never. I got. I watched the first episode. There's and six I was episodes. Like, I was at capacity. I couldn't do it. Still haven't watched it. There's still well, haven't watched the it. The new season comes out soon, and it looks really good. Shit. So like, it's only six episodes. You could do I it know. in an afternoon. I'm 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 in the middle of I know. Soprano season four. Okay. I've so got you've got a lot going on. Got you've got a lot going on. You have a lot going on. You have a full plate. I know. I do. Um, which we know for Teddy would be four carrots. Um, <laughs> she's like, better take something off that plate. <laughs> She would be punishing herself she right would now. Be, Someone would be fired. She's Someone like, would be fired from all in. She'd be all out. Ice. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, uh, Winter, ha- like, Lindsay hooked up with uh, this really hot guy who was, like, a friend, uh, like, a Winter House person who, like, did not, even though he was at Summer House parties, they edited around him. Oh. And he's the guy who she was dating when she got pregnant so and he had was, a miscarriage. And he was a cast member on Winter House. He was a cast member on okay. Winter House, but then wasn't on Summer House, and they, like, cut him out. But he's back on Winter House, and it looks like they're gonna she's going to, like, talk about it with him. And it's like, did you wait? Like, I assumed that she talked about it with him in person, but, like, this will be more, like, how she handled, like, I don't know. I'm Who knows? But he was, like, this super, super, super hot guy who I think has, like, a law degree, like a real one, not like Craig's. Like he has a law degree. <laughs> like, sorry, Paige, but like, 
Your boyfriend like owns a yarn store. Listen, he's a pillow magnet. Good for I gotta him. tell. I gotta but say. this guy was so hot and like so smart and nice and like knew how to cook. And it's like lock this. And he was like, "Don't sleep on Lindsay. She's so hot." And like they started hooking up, and they were like kind of on and off dating for a while, from what I can tell, back in New York after Winter House and like before she went to Summer House. Wait. So what? I I I think I okay. So I remembered that there was someone who was on a show. Yes. Because I think that it, there was some sort of conversation around her talking about her pregnancy loss and and whether or not he was kind of involved in the conversation of talking about that. Yes. Maybe a little and bit. And I think it sounded like it was all like between them all handled well. Okay, think, great. what great. I can tell, I hope, like yeah. for everybody's sake. But like he just seemed, I was like, somebody snapped this guy up. Like he's like one of the hottest guys I've seen on Bravo. My mouth is. Just like tall. Ajar. Like, uh, like great smile, like fit, but not like, you know, I don't like the like ripply, mm-hmm. like too many muscles, too f- m- little body fat. I'm like, I can't mm-hmm. with that. Um, like always was like, he's like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, whip up this like pasta for you guys. Like, I'm just like, who is this man? Somebody go out and no, like he couldn't get anybody to like him. And then like, I think he felt like settled for Lindsay and then they like had a good thing going and it's like somebody be with him. Oh and anyway, God. I hope that her and Carl are happy and that that's all real. Wow. Yeah. I want to know more about him. Watch Winter House. Yeah, I guess. Again, you only have five episodes to go. It's wild to think of Lindsay with anyone but Carl, which is so interesting to kind of think about considering the fact that they've been together for what, like a year maybe? Barely. And yet I feel like it was them and no one else. I know. And talk about, by the way, a trajectory. Carl, who was... A fuck boy for longer than he was not. Yeah. Is in my eyes sort of an angel. I mean, what he has done and accomplished and survived yeah. and gotten and through. And stuck through. And like, stuck, like stuck and with. Worked it's not through, like you worked know, through. You see, like, you know, some of the people on these shows are like, they do clean up for a while, but mm-hmm. then like this lifestyle unfortunately is like not conducive to like living a healthy life. Yeah for you whatever that means for a lot of these people and so I feel like you know thinking about like you know James is drinking again you think about the way that Luann comes in and out of drinking and so like all of them it's like it's disappointing because like you hope that that's not dangerous for them but it seems like Carl like that's hard to like show up at Summer House when like Kyle is like throwing oatmeal cookies in the air like being like oatmeal cookies oh my god I could watch him drunk eat for my whole life um it's so funny but like you, you know it's such a drinking and drugs place and then, like, to stick with the sobriety is, like, so impressive. And also, he works so for Loverboy. Yeah. It also kind of, though, like, the idea of James and his journey through sobriety is as an outsider and not being specific to, like, his experience and all of that. There is so much in the conversation about addiction that involves understanding that addiction does not follow a straight line. Yes. And that a part for many people, not for everybody, but for it's in and out and up and down and just getting through the day and for some people resetting the next day. It's just kind of like a path of, you know, moment by moment. Yes. And that can be, I would think, a complicated journey when it comes to storyline on reality TV, which sometimes can kind of take advantage of or subvert that idea to fit within the construct 
of a season. Yeah. And when it's your job to go to events where there's where drinking is the centerpiece yeah, and that's where what tough. people like are doing is getting drunk so that they can get to the point where like mm-hmm. now there's drama and I have something to do. Like I think that people are looking for that and then like for that to be your job and the there isn't a ton that's interesting about being at a party and being sober for the most part, unless you're willing to engage with drama, which I think a lot of people don't want to do if they're not drunk. Like if there was no alcohol in any of these shows, like we would have very few storylines. Cause mm. like it's people getting like riled up about something and like saying something that they might not have said in the moment. If like calmer heads were prevailing. Conversely, having someone in the mix who is not a part of that chaos can be so important to storytelling. Because you need like a reliable narrator who can be like, hey, last night you did this. Whereas like if it's like two people who were in a blackout fight, like there is no voice of reason to that. But if somebody's like, no, I this is what happened. And it's like, we look, we have the tape. We can always play it back. But like this is what happened in the moment. Like that person can then like initiate the conversations after. Absolutely. And and not uh, sort of moving adjacent to this conversation. It does make me think a little bit about what the fuck is going to happen with New York, for example, because there are rumors and speculation online. Yes. There have been people who've maybe leaked to the press or suggested they've been cast mm-hmm. in the reboot. Yes. Oh, yeah. There, there's been conversation around who's a part of Legacy, who is not. And also I've seen like most recently reports that allegedly maybe production is not like second guessing the idea of splitting these shows but maybe a little bit maybe a little bit I mean we've never seen a show completely start over yeah like we've never seen that on Bravo and it still be Miami start over well I mean but like that was like there were there was a decade in between. Yeah, there were not. Yeah, there it was like it's not like absolutely like, a decade. And also, they ca- it was still the same show. We're now doing sort of two yes. different new shows. Yes, sort of, sort of. Except one of them is supposed to still be the Real Housewives of New York, but with none of the Real Housewives of New York. Right, and it's like, and we do need to clean house in New York, but I don't. Just stop paying Ramona. Just stop <laughs> giving her money. I just want Ramona to no longer get money from Bravo. Honestly, listen, here's the deal. A lot of people had a lot of excitement, myself included, at the idea of doing a reboot because it was so unheard of when that variety piece, shout out Kate Arthur, came out. It was like, holy fucking shit, this is happening. It had not really honestly been on truly, I don't think anyone's radar that there could be an expectation of having a legacy show and a reboot. It was honestly a great idea. I would like to say to the Bravo gods, if it's not necessarily working out, just make Legacy the Real Housewives of New York. Whoever you have in mind for Legacy, put this reboot aside. Maybe take a temperature. Just focus on Legacy and bring Legacy to Bravo. Forget fucking Peacock. Oh, I don't know if that's even possible, like business-wise. But who knows? Make Legacy. We're not ready to let these women go. And we don't know how Legacy is going to pan out. And I would think if the reboot doesn't necessarily work out or that cast, I don't know how you reboot a reboot. Versus knowing that these women are successful and great at this. Yeah. I do think that there should be punishment for anybody who does something unsavory that they have to go to the Berkshires for a week. <laughs> like if you get caught saying something oh no, kind of borderline Dorinda. cancelable mm-hmm. or if you make a scene or if you attend a Trump rally, like whatever bad things you're doing, your punishment is you have to stay eight days in Bluestone Manor. 
with all of the other people that are doing the same kinds of things, which is what I, I think that <sighs> girls trip felt like. It was like, okay, everybody, like, if you go through this and mm. you feel like you are better, mm-hmm. Tamra, mm-hmm. like Tamra came out and I was like, is Tamra my favorite housewife now? Like, yeah. easy breezy. Yeah. Um, I just think it's like, it's such a punishment. <laughs> It didn't look fun. It didn't, it's just, but I want to watch 1,000 epi- like air, like hours of it. I was going to say, what was the difference, if any, in your enjoyment level between the first season of Housewives a la All-Stars mm-hmm. and the Ex-Wives Club? Well, I really, really don't like Kyle. Wow. Okay. Trigger warning. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't like Kyle. That's okay. Safe I space. That Safe that space in like, the cloth an okay application of Kyle for me because like she could not be the ringleader in the way that she is in Mm -hmm. Beverly Hills. And she couldn't because she doesn't have the kind of control over these women from other franchises that she does over everybody in Beverly Hills. I'm sorry, in Encino Um, (laughs) or the Valley or wherever they all live. Cause none of them live in Beverly Hills. I think except for Crystal. Right. Um, I, I, I thought like, the second season was more interesting to me. Mm, okay. The first season felt like the pilot season. Wow. Which, like, I know it was the first season of a thing. Yeah. But, like, that felt like, okay, we're going to test out if people care about pulling back the fourth wall mm-hmm. and, like, addressing, like, oh, on my show. And, yeah. like, acknowledging that they're on television, which they don't do in regular seasons. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think they were like, okay, we like this model. We like getting everybody together in one place. This wasn't the cast. Like, I do think it was, like, I you know, I, I love watching, like, Luann kind of show up and, like, be Luann. And yeah. And be revealing. She was very emotionally vulnerable. I thought so, too. I thought that was, like, a good. It's I was like, oh, this her. felt like a redemption a yeah. little bit from some of Absolutely. her recent behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Melissa. Yeah. You know, it's tough to watch Teresa around other people who are smarter mm-hmm. than her. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say smart for any of them, mm-hmm. um, but like you know, that's a. T- but I think that that was like an. I think that like she had a pretty good. Jo- like I think everybody like did a good job, and then Bluestone. Ma- I'm just like, I, I couldn't stop watching. I couldn't yeah. stop watching. It was like, the way that like it happened to be that Vicky's relationship engagement ended the night before she was coming. Wild. The fact that like we really got a peek into Dorinda's like deep, deep deep substance abuse problems. Mm. Um, I could watch Eva walk around stoned in a silk pajama <laughs> all day. If that, make that a show. I'll watch that. Yeah, she was Just great. like solving people's she problems. Work. She really, like, and I, look, I know, I know that Phaedra, I know it's a problem. Yeah. I know it's a problem. I understand. Boy, did we miss her, you know? Yeah. You, like, some housewives are just funny and she is one of them. Oh my God. And, and so always quick. has been. And always has been. And like, and again, somebody who doesn't do a lot of drinking. And so therefore she's like a little sharper in the moments where yeah. you're looking for comic relief or like pulling somebody out of a scenario mm-hmm. or the hilariousness of just walking away from something. Yeah. <laughs> just like Absolutely. Like, no. Nah. <laughs> I mean, people make jokes about, you know, Jill Zarin being permanently attached to Diet Coke, but it's also incredibly helpful when you have scenes involving Brandy Glanville, Dorinda. Dorinda, even Taylor was turtle timing. Taylor was really turning it up. But it was like, I thought like watching the Brandy Taylor relationship, like ebb and flow, yeah. watching Tamra be the best Tamra we've ever seen was mm-hmm. kind of interesting because yeah. I have such a revulsion, repulsion. Towards her? Do you? 
I think everybody in OC is a problem. Okay. Like, I think, like, you know, off the show, I'm like, you live in Orange County. Mm-hmm. I understand that they're not all Kelly Dodd, but I'm like, oh, I just, I don't know. I think mm-hmm. that Tamara's a mean girl, and she has been for a long time, but we saw her not being a mean girl, and I'm like, well, this Tamara I'm into, mm-hmm. like, one that's supporting her friend, one that's kind of crumbling in front of Dorinda, but eventually standing up for herself. Like, this is an interesting Tamara. Like, this could be what gets me back into OC, which is shocking to me. I mean, I listen, I have a lot of love for um, OC, and, you know, my beloved light of my life, Shannon Bedore, is a proud and spiritual OG on yeah. the franchise known as Orange County. So yeah. it does have my heart a little bit. I'm excited for what is going to happen with the ladies next season and mm-hmm. hopefully connection and mm-hmm. a little bit of disconnect. But I do want to circle back to... Just a little nugget of information and opinion that you dropped because I think it applies to some stuff that's happening this week. Time to get topical. I mean, a little bit. Um, Let's talk Kyle. Let's talk Kyle. So has your perspective about her deepened over the years? Has it shifted or changed? What has been going on with your close friendship um, on and off TV with uh, Madame Kyle Richards? Kyle represents... A kind of mom that I, that is not my mom, but when I was growing up, there were one or two moms like Kyle. They are friends with the kids. They are, like, there is just, and I don't know that that's what she is with her daughters, but that's the energy that she brings. Like, Hmm. she's too comfortable with everybody. She's too buddy-buddy. She's kind of like, I'm the queen bee, but the relatable one. Like, I'm not blonde. And it's like, (laughs) come on. Like, it's okay. Like, it's like her style's a little bad. And like, so mm. she's not, she's not like head to toe, like vintage Fendi, but it's like everything you're wearing costs more than $1,500, including your socks. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like that, that doesn't make you relatable and likable. And I think she was always that. And it just kind of like, I was like, I'm annoyed by that, but like, there's a place for it in this group. And I think once her and LVP got in that fight and LVP left, Kyle was like, there is, I think that there is no longer anyone to shield Kyle's actual bad behavior and mean girl stuff because that was LVP and she didn't care. Like if people thought that she was being mean or calculating or a bitch, like that was her thing that she enjoyed. Like she was like, yes, this is me. I'm not going to get too close to anybody. And that always like her and Kyle were in that together. And without her, it's like so clear how nasty Kyle is. Hmm. I think she's mean. Like, I think that, like, because she seems, like, so friendly and girl next girl and, like, I love my husband and I love my dogs and we have this beautiful family and this gorgeous house. Like, I have a troubled, you know, history with my sister. Like, I think that that's all so is easily connectable for people where they're like, this is something I can see and understand. This is a woman that I, like, think I get. That all of that, like, hides that she's, like, low-key producing every single second has actually no storylines except for the deep, deep darkness that there is in her family, like with Kyle and with Kim and everything. And I think that she's like, she doesn't care if when she's producing, she ends up hurting somebody that she's friends with Mm -hmm. in the sake of, and I think that that's hard to watch. I think it's hard to watch the way that she measures caring. She measures much more about protecting the idea of her friendship alliance with Erica, for example, which is why she seemed to step in. You can't say these things versus the things that you're saying are bad bad. versus what she says to and about Sutton, typically in front of Sutton's face. I think that she's 
I think she's meaner than people think she is. I don't think that she's like the meanest person we've seen on Bravo. I don't think that she's like at her core evil and cruel. I find it hard to watch her these days. It's getting harder and harder for me to like watch her, even though it's like she is why the show kind of can move around a little bit because she does a good job of producing from within the show. But sometimes like you can see her doing it. Like she's like sitting at a door. She's like, hey, Sutton, what was that thing that you said about her? And everybody's there. It's like, well, now you can't be like, well, I don't want to say it. It's like, well, what did you say? Clearly that was a big, I, I don't remember. But there was like a moment where I'm like, you are just like poking people. And you're not just poking people in a way where it's like, poke Rinna, who gives a shit? You know, mm-hmm. she's kind of like, she's a maniac and she's like sold her life over to reality TV for now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like she'll do, like she knows and has talked to and is friends with Sutton or Crystal or, or, Garcelle in a way where she knows what actually is hurting them and what's also just like a dumb fight to have. And she picks to like kind of poke at the things that she knows hurts them sometimes. Which I know is like how we get these stories and why we have these shows, but it's like a yucky personality to me. Ciao, AGs. I am speaking to you right now from Rome, Italy, where I am having a little bit of a European adventure. While I love the city and have had so many unique experiences to historical sites, the Vatican, we went to the Pantheon earlier today, there was a little bit of a hiccup in the apartment that we're staying in. And while I really enjoyed getting to know Fabrizio, the owner of the flat, there was a little bit of a language barrier because I unfortunately do not speak any Italian, even though I have watched The Sopranos all the way through at least three times. And this is where Rosetta Stone comes in. What would have helped me enormously in traveling abroad would have been brushing up, also known as entirely learning, the language of Italian. It could have broken down barriers and conversation with Fabrizio. And I also think speaking the language of the place that you're in is a sign of respect to the locals. It's also the ability to fully immerse yourself in the experience. And me not knowing any Italian, apologies to my grandpa Reno, who did make pizza from scratch, it would have been an incredible and even more incredible memorable experience. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, that's right, German, Chinese, and even more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in so many ways. There are no English translations, so you can really learn, listen, and think in that language you want to learn. It's designed for long-term retention, which is especially helpful for me because while this is my first trip to Italy, I really truly hope it won't be my last. The lifetime membership that Rosetta Stone offers has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses that Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, AGs can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Ciao. Hey, AGs. Are you ready to add a touch of luxury to your home, just like the Real Housewives? BCC Villa Rosa. Obvs. Introducing Home Threads, where style meets comfort for the ultimate glam experience. Picture this. 
chic furniture, one could even say chic c'est la vie, that mirrors the elegance of your favorite housewives' mansions. With exclusive designer collections and a curated selection, HomeThreads.com has everything you need to make your space as fabulous as the housewives themselves and always at the best value. Unlike Joe Gorka's initial attempts at windows, perhaps. Now, I have to tell you, I know that Padma is no longer on Top Chef, and may her memory be a blessing, but nothing has made me feel better prepared to host future seasons and potentially even iterations of Top Chef Upper East Side Edition than the Henkel's clad 10-piece stainless steel cookware set in silver that I got along with a two-piece stainless steel ceramic nonstick fry set from Zwilling thanks to Home Threads. It makes me feel like I am finally ready to be a top chef one egg over easy at a time. They're gorgeous. They look great in the apartment. For someone like me who lives in New York City which with a very small space, what I have in my kitchen is important because guests who come to visit me see it. And I'm so, so thankful to have discovered Home Threads because now I feel fully prepared to make eggs a la Francais. Head over to HomeThreads.com today and live your best Real Housewives life. Go to HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls and get a code for 15% off your first order. Again, that's HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls for a 15% off code off your first order. HomeThreads, love where you live. And within the construct of the Richard sisters dynamic, how do you feel yourself viewing, especially this most recent week, I mean, which was a lot of uh, all mostly about the ways that Kathy was reacting to and in reference to her sister, you know, like to and about her sister. What do you think really happened? I think that Kathy... Hilton and putting aside the actual <laughs> very dark history of the sisterhood, yeah, yeah. very dark and problematic, um, to borrow from the oft repeated catchphrase here on BH. But I think that there has been a lot of tension mm-hmm. seemingly their entire lives between yeah. Kathy and Kyle, speeding ahead 45 years. Um, Kathy came into the dynamic this season noting that she had seemingly gotten her way with whatever negotiation took place that allegedly held up filming something Kyle knew Kathy felt Mm underappreciated felt dismissed disregarded maybe the butt of the joke in a way that she wasn't willing to enjoy or participate in when it involved her business with the tequila versus isn't she like kooky aunt Kathy Mm had enough, felt disrespected, left Kimosabe, not in the mood, tried to rally, felt humiliated when there were jokes made about her clothing, her bags, her whatever, felt like she had to defend herself, defend her wealth, which is something I don't think Kathy Hilton has to do on the regular. Showed up exhausted from filming, overtired, underslept from that wonderful bunk bed she was given. Um underappreciated and probably annoyed with these people who she didn't want to hang out with but went to this thing somebody said something or she genuinely maybe said let's do a conga line let's do something fun right the women rolled their eyes and she had enough seemingly certainly exploded in some way at the club 
was escorted back to Kyle's bunk bed situation, Agosh, and probably said a lot of terrible, mean, awful things that maybe some sisters say to each other on a Tuesday, which mm-hmm. is not to take away from totally. how hurtful it could be to hear about if you were the target of it, but probably said an awful lot. And then I think locked herself in her bedroom right. and waited until everybody left and and refused to film. Yeah. That's what I think happened. I think so too. Do you think Rinna is overreacting and is overselling what happened? I think Rinna might be lying about some aspects of it, but I do also think that she was very upset about what she witnessed. But I, I think, think she's taking was, a lot of glee in how she's describing it now. I think there was a real meltdown. Yeah, agree. Like I don't doubt, and like and and I think the Caribou Club is a private club. That's probably why we didn't get any filming there. Yeah. Um. I thought that every Sprinter van had multiple cameras on it. Right. I mean, have we learned nothing from real from Salt Lake? I 100%. Mean, some of the best things that I've ever seen have happened in a Sprinter <laughs> van. So outfit them with 70 cameras and yeah. never turn them off. Yeah. So I'm a little like, I know that she probably was like, I'm done. Like, I'm sure that once she had the meltdown, she's like, I'm not filming. And also, like, it sounds like a lot of what she was saying was like, about the network and the show yes. and the parent company. Which and I do believe. They're not going to air that because who knows what she was saying and legally who knows like what area that leaves all of them in if she does pursue anything. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I get why we didn't get filming from there. But I do think Rinna's overselling it. But I also do think that there was a real meltdown. But I don't think that that meltdown is like – the way like Erica's like, we're gonna have to talk about everybody's behavior. And it's mm-hmm. like, you are worse. You are worse. And I don't know what she said. And I, you know, I think we've all heard rumors that there's some not great words that have been used by Kathy Hilton and different you know, points in time. And I don't know if this was one of those moments or if she's referring to those moments or if that's ever gonna be part of the discussion on the show. But I think the way that they're all like, we have to, like, I'm just like, I don't know what we're talking about Mm -hmm. because I can't like grasp, like, I'm like, okay, so she's like super pissed off at Kyle. Like, we're going to spin this out into like, like, this isn't about everybody. Like the way that Erica and Diana, that like flat faced nightmare. Oh my God. I just can't like, I think she's beautiful. Like she's a beautiful woman, but it's just like, I, I, I have a hard time, like, making sense of what I'm looking at sometimes. And, like, and, you know. Spiritually. Yes, exactly. And I'm just like, who are you? And, like, what's behind that face? Because, like, I can't. Mm-hmm. I want you off the show. I don't think that you bring an energy that I like. But also, you came into the show fresh off of a real personal tragedy. That right. I don't know how I would react if it was like, okay, and now film with these idiots. And it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, who you know. All that being said. All that being said, I feel like the way that they're like, we all have to talk about Kathy's behavior. It's like, she had a meltdown at a bar. Like, I've watched all of you have that. And like, oh, she's like, I hate you. Like, Erica, you like threatened to kill Sutton. <laughs> like, it's just like, there. I, I just don't understand like how we're squaring this as so much worse than what other people have done on the show. Yeah, it does. And for various yeah. reasons of like, you know, and I think that like there's real reasons that Kathy is upset. Well, that is the heart of the matter. But also, what what is a character flaw for the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? I right. feel like that is Where the, is the line. Yeah. Well, and also, who's drawing the line? And mm-hmm. what is the picture that they're trying to paint? Because right. 
we're being told essentially by Rena with support from others that Kathy is a supervillain because she said a lot of mean stuff about her sister. I wonder how much more effective that narrative would have been if they weren't actually related. If it was, for example, yes. Kathy talking shit about her non-family member co-star Kyle, I wonder if it would be uh, more difficult for Rinna to connect those dots because yeah. look at what we have seen Diana say uh, to and about Sutton. Look at what we've how we've seen Erica seemingly every minute of the I day. I mean, Erica is rancid. The vibes are rancid from yeah. her. Yeah, and like. And also Rinna's own personal behavior with bringing up Munchausen, with the way mm. she's talked about Kim in the past. Like, mm-hmm. it's like you have done as bad or worse things. You didn't scream them. And I guess that's maybe the difference to you. Like, yeah. And also, like, what makes a sister a bad friend? Mm. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it does. You know, like the idea that Kathy is not being a good friend to Kyle Mm -hmm. and because she's not being a good friend to Kyle is also being a good a bad sister and because she's not being a good friend to Kyle and she's being a bad sister that makes her an awful person right I don't understand why the sisterhood which would frankly explain or at least like provide understanding of Mm -hmm. some of her quote-unquote poor behavior Mm -hmm. is now being shown as an an uh, existing and specific example of Kathy's awfulness, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense to me, mm-hmm. especially when done through the vessel that is Lisa Rinna. Yeah. And I think also, like, I know in the preview for next week, we're getting, like, she's like, no, it wasn't just Kyle. She said stuff about everyone. And it's like, why is that three? Why are we three episodes later getting that she said stuff about other people? Like, if that's also the big, if, if Rena's also upset that, like, Kathy was saying really nasty things about everybody in this group, it's mm-hmm. like, why weren't you sharing that with everybody and letting people support her if you really think that she's that? You're just trying to, like, so, like, you're trying to draw a line between your group and that group. You're trying to let people support her, it seems, until it looks bad that they've been supporting her and now they're bad for having been by her side. And also, if you were locked in a room, hiding from this woman throwing things, where is the evidence of that rampage? And did you text Erica Jane? Because you know, you're thinking, I'm sure, even if she was terrified, even if she was whatever, Rinna is thinking one step ahead, or at least she was the next she day. She knows what she's doing. Where are like, the where quotes? Is, where are right. the text quotes of Erica's a piece of shit? Where are the text quotes right. of Sutton is the worst and here's why? Where are the text quotes of um, I'm not actually friends with Crystal or yeah, what? Whatever. I don't even. I can't even think of what, yeah, what Kathy would say. And what could she have said? It's like I know that like obviously things that happen in real life like are so like they're so heightened on the show where I'm like I don't know if somebody said that about me I'd be like all right. Um, and that's not how, you know, these women behave. And that's why it's a show and not just like right. somebody's life. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, I think she's annoying. All right. Well, I just like, I'm not going to hang out with her this week. <laughs> like, that's how most of us would live our lives. Right. It would be a two episodes. But I'm like, what are the things? And and what? I just like, I have a hard time like figuring out like why Rinna is that, like, I know Rinna was with her, but like, 
why is Rinna who went back with her? If Rinna's such a good friend of Kyle's, like, why was she even with Kathy? Why didn't somebody else go home with her? Why wasn't she alone? Like, I, I'm just, like, trying to square, like, the whole event. Yeah, and what does it say about Lisa Rinna, herself a big fan of conspiracy theories, that we have to analyze yeah. getting into a sprinter van because we so don't trust this woman's character yes. and behavior and um, eyes, honestly, yes. and memory. Yes. Like, genuinely, what does that say about her being the vehicle to sh- to give the narr mm. not only the narrative but the judgment yes. of this scenario yes. when we have seen Lisa Rinna forget repeatedly remember that forget face in Mexico when she was like did I say that about Kim I don't remember yes. I really don't remember and then like went and hit out yes. this is the person that we right. are pretending that we are assuming that we are being led to believe is a trusted source not to say that we're being led to believe that she's trusted, but she's certainly running the narrative here. Yeah. And she's, I mean, like, look, and the way she's treated people, like, she has, like, the, her treatment of Denise is disgusting. And there was a lot going on in that season. But they're supposed to actually have been friends for 20 years. Yeah. And this is how things end. Mm-hmm. On this show, and now she's not on the show and you still are. That is gross. Yeah, and also with Rena, and again, I don't want to take away from the fact that she was probably freaked out in the moment. I I believe her I believe in that. that when somebody's really uh, like upset and angry, like it is scary to be around. Totally, especially when I think that like she Rena's not that kind of person. I think that like Erica is. If Erica was around that, she'd be like, I've been this kind of screaming nightmare, mm. like I or like or she's comfortable with that in a way because she mm-hmm. also does it. Rinna, like, Rinna has breakdowns and Rinna does, like, really, like, underhanded garbage things. But she's not, like, lose control mania from what we know. Right. And she sort of um, performs. She performs anger for the show sometimes. Absolutely. Which is why this season being what it was leaves a person confused, even on the heels of what I would argue are, like, two very strong episodes. Mm -hmm. Because we remember that Lisa Rinna was devastated and upset and humiliated on behalf of her husband because he didn't receive a second round of thanks for to-go bolognese. Right. And we're being led to believe that Sutton being shady on Watch What Happens Live in discussing all things table manners is the worst thing a person can Could do. Could do to her family. Could, right. <laughs> I can't even with I that. I can't. But is... Uh, an example of terrible, awful behavior, and Rinna is BFF with Erica Jane. Like, we're supposed right. to believe right. during the same right. season right. that she's saying all things watch what happens, all things carry over sort of bolognese, if I'm even remembering the I breakdown think, yeah, of the season pas- correctly. Yeah, some pasta sauce that, like, they dropped off at Garcelle because she was 100%. sick. hundred percent. Like, right. I like, don't even re- It doesn't – it's neither here nor there except that I remember the emotion. Yes. And for her to excuse away on-camera behavior that we have seen from Erica Jane. Like, Erica Jane's like – insulting and demeaning crystal about her eating disorder right she is like lashing out at other like Mm -hmm. at children Mm -hmm. at like at people who don't know like you'll stand by that right renna right but you can't handle that like sutton was on watch what happens live was like well i would always send a thank you note like that's the problem for you it's like the difference between oh god i don't even know how to describe it 
there's a way that she feel it feels like Rinna is setting up a false characterization, mm-hmm. but yet there is some element of truth here. But I know in my heart that she's manipulating it. Yes. And that's frustrating because, because it's hard to know where right. where does the reality end and right. Rina's tale begin. Absolutely. And yet because she's the only person who was there, I guess, and there's no other witness, but also no receipts that we've seen aside from this is a shit show, OMG being Erica's response, this is what is going to be used to try to bury Kathy? I am. And also, like, why? Why? Like, why are we, why are you, like, taking down this mega wealthy woman who is the sister of the queen of this franchise for some reason and is in her second kind of, like, still friend of vibe? Like, why do you care unless you're trying to help Erica deflect? I mean, I feel like that's the question. That's, feels like what it is. And Wha- to give yourself something to do because you don't seem to have much to do. And what does it say that we are being led to believe that this is the thing that we should care about most, like a morality check for Kathy, knowing what we know about the Richards dynamic, which is it is a very toxic, complicated loving there's a lot of love there yeah. i don't know about loving but like there's a lot of love there's there. love there and there's also there's love her, there. there's love <laughs> we're like we're there's like, not a yeah, lot of love there there's, there's, there's some love there's there. there's love there there's mistrust there there's um disillusionment there there's confusion i think there's a lot of upset i wouldn't be surprised if american woman was that the fucking name of it i think so um it comes up at some point when it comes to like the litmus test of sisterhood. Right. But what does it mean at the end of the day? Right. Right. Why are we doing this and what is it all for? And how much does it add value to Rinna's role on the show, which has been a little bit tenuous as of late? It's thin. Like Rinna's value is pretty thin these days. There's she's aligned with Erica in a way where it's like, okay, like you're betting on a very specific horse here. Like yeah. you've all kind of rallied around her, but like mm-hmm. Rinna's the one who's like, I'm by her side no matter what she's saying. Mm-hmm. And like in the court of public opinion, that is a very bad look. Like will Erica ever be tried, fined, or punished for what she may or may not have been involved with? Who knows? But the world wants to watch Erica suffer. I think, for what she may or may not have been involved with or may or may not have known about. Or benefited from. She may not have from. known anything, I forget, which is complicated. I but. forget who it was, but somebody was on, I believe, Bitch Sesh talking about Erica. And they were like, and I like so agreed with this point, maybe Deanna Chang. But she was like, I think that at some point in Erica's marriage, she realized that this whole thing was a house of cards. Mm. And she has just been riding it as long as she can, knowing that it's coming to an end. And it is now coming to an end. And that's just a hard, like, she's been waiting for this for a long time. And she's known that this is all on borrowed money and time for a while. 
Well, I mean, at best, she knows that there has been pending litigation and questions made for a number of years. Yes. Well before people started to ask real questions on BH. I mean, when you're receiving summons, that's not a great indicator that everything is going fine. No. I want to talk about Dorit. Oh, my God. Please let us talk about Dorit. (gasps) Truly. We don't talk enough about Dorit. I want to hear your thoughts on Dorit. Well, and I think there's a reason because, like, we are bored. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Allison Livey, talk to me about Dorit. Okay. Um, She has made such an interesting mid-season choice to loop, you know, look, we have the Fox Force 5, like, long live these five psychos, but, like, (laughs) just bizarre (laughs) kind of eschewing of responsibility for anything, and they're like, we'll support each other. But, like, I feel like as kind of the walls close in on Erica in the group, not maybe out in the legal world, but in the group, I think in the last two or three episodes, in Aspen, we've kind of seen the walls are closing in. Like, mm-hmm. people are starting to be like, yeah, this is – like, Crystal asks the right questions and, like, holds her ground mm-hmm. and is like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, it's okay because you're my friend and this is all, quote, unquote, alleged. She's like, I don't know. Give the earrings back. Like, I right. think I have a moral compass. Where's yours? And I think Garcelle is the same. I think Sutton has always been this person. Amen. And we see Erica lose it and Kyle start to be like, you can't say that. You can't say those things because I can't support those things. Like, finally, we're starting to see even these other women be like, I can't support this. I ha- I'm i with you to a point. And somehow, as everyone started walking away from her, Dorit was like, I'm going to come around back. Mm. And this is going to be somebody that I'm going to defend. Mm-hmm. Which, again, is a statement in the same way as Rena. We don't have a lot from Dorit. And I know that we had the robbery early. I didn't love that as part of the show. Oh, interesting. I think like, you know, whatever happened and whatever she's working through, I think it's just, I think she shouldn't have done the season. Oh man. That's tough. Not because, I don't know. It's just like, who knows what mental state she's been in and she hasn't been like super part, she wasn't super participatory for a while Mm -hmm. and it's like all of a sudden she's kind of like back in the fold a little bit more. But she's aligning with Erica and I'm like, when they were doing the chocolates, when they were doing the like making the chocolates, pretending and it was that like, they're I Lucy and Lucy. Ethel, that and I'm like, tough. this is my nightmare, Lucy and Ethel. Like mm-hmm. these two, like I would rather no, I would rather any two people be the new Lucy and Ethel than like these two. And like, mm-hmm. I just feel like she's making such a weird choice. And again, it's because she doesn't have much in this season. I, no one really does except for Erica and Kathy yeah. and Kyle. Um, I don't, she's making weird choices and I don't like, I love looking at Dorit. I could look at Dorit. I could look at what she's wearing. I could enjoy seeing her on screen all the time. I still like, I'm all in on carcass out. Like I just, (laughs) I'm like, I don't want the rind of disgusting fruit in my drink. I mean, she is all, she is correct in that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, she's an inventor. She's an inventor. She really is like, I think that there is something about her that understands like trends and being Mm -hmm. cool and like starting things in a very specific way. But I don't like this Erica alignment, and it it concerns me moving forward. You know what might be the most concerning part of it? Yeah. Is that Dorit might be herself a believer. It's different to me than Rinna, I'm going to support you because I think Rinna, not to take away from genuine intelligence, I actually don't mean to do that, but I think that Rinna knows that her blind support, that there is, Rinna is kind of like, 
making active choices yes. for specific reasons and surely does also care about Erica yeah, 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 and yeah, wants yeah. to be there for her. But I think that there are times when Rinna agrees with the use of the term alleged in speaking of Tom's criminal activity where she is making a choice, a choice that maybe she may or may not agree with yes. at some part. I to well, read to read a little scammers. Okay. I think. I mean, there's just like with all oh, of Allison. Their, with all of their, you know, money issues in the past and like I don't even know like Dorit, I think I think that PK does a lot of shady financial maneuvering. Allegedly, Allegedly. according to gossip and whatever that I don't know what Dorit would even yeah. Like and it's like I think that sometimes Dorit's like sees Erica and she's like same. Like, you know, what does she know about what her husband... And I don't think that her husband's necessarily doing illegal stuff. But I think it's all, like, a little shady. And they always have had, like, some, you know... There some been, debt questions. Some debt questions. And just, like, what does he do for a living? Mm. It's like, are, what are you, Boy George's... Manager. Manager? Like, that's not enough for what you guys have. And it, it all just, like, doesn't work. And there were all the rumors, like, what you know, his past business stuff and the money he lost. Like... Mm-hmm. So I think that, like, Dorit might see some of herself in Erica as, like, well, like, my husband hasn't been, like, 100% transparent with what happens financially for us. I kind of see where she – I think that, like, there is, like, a kind of alignment there, even though I think, like, Dorit is probably – I think whatever PK is doing is obviously nothing in comparison to what Tom is being accused of and – Dorit, I think, knows even less about what's happening with her husband than Erica ever has with hers. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just a very interesting turnaround that Dorit made in Aspen to be like, well, you don't know the whole story to Crystal. And it's like, of course, none of us know the whole story. But like, why are you defending this woman who's saying, I don't care about victims? Like, don't stand by that. That's such an interesting point. Noting that so I really don't know anything about like even PK's financial stuff. So I don't no, want to make remember, any kind like, of reading all of the gossip right, and right, the kind right. of like, well, they are being sued by this person or this right. guy is what it creditors like, in, the, in the years. Right. Like, that there yeah. have been and PK himself has acknowledged that I think he like literally used to be a billionaire or something and had yes. some like in real estate. Real estate? Or, I think he said it at one point in this season when finance? he's like talking to the guys. Right. I remember that. And I was like, holy shit. And like lost it all or something. Right. Or there was like, yeah, there was some sort of something that happened. I really couldn't know enough. But when it, and there have been questions about like creditor stuff, yada, yes. yada. Are they paying people? Right. Like that kind of thing. Which is a little bit of a through line for many franchises. Of course. And isn't necessarily connected with any kind of Legal. criminal yes. legal yes. stuff that can just be like terrible financial management yes having said that i do think there is a human instinct or human reaction in so many of us you know let's say i'm in a relationship with someone who i suspect is cheating on me mm-hmm. okay and i'm trying to work through it or i'm in denial about it but i know something is up mm-hmm. and i hear someone arguing about why would so and so stay with that person and yes. i feel like i need to speak up yes. because i'm speaking on behalf of my own decisions yes. through the lens of another person's story yes that is an interesting perspective because i think it is connective for so many people it's totally 
instinctive. It's a form of like, honestly, sometimes people to people survival. But in the case of defending Erica's behavior and criticizing other people's responses to to Erica's behavior, that is a very tough choice to make. make. And I think if there's something that feels like seeing herself in that, even if it's just a glimmer, even if it's just a little bit like Mm -hmm. does start to make, because I'm like, why else would this woman just find another storyline? Like tell Kyle she has too many dogs. I don't know. Like (laughs) Kyle has too many dogs. Also, she brings that dog every, Storm is everywhere. No, no, Storm. uh, Oh yeah, Storm is everywhere. Yeah, Smokey is is new. Storm is is like the eighth housewife. Yeah, but I need Storm. I love, I'm a German Shepherd No, I love the dogs. I love them. But it's just like, if I were with Kyle, I'd be like, stop bringing the dog. Everywhere. Oh my God. I would be like, bring the dog more. Like, I love dogs. I, I love, love dogs, them being I around. I like them to an unhealthy. But that's how much I, I would don't be like, like leave Kyle. yourself at home and give me the drummer. Oh, well, that that is. Yeah. That no, I'm like, true. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that annoys me about her, even though if it were like anybody I else. I hear you. I'm like, Sutton, bring that cat everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that big fluffy cat you have? Like, why aren't we getting more B roll of this cat? Oh my God. No, I'm thinking about the fact that I just watched some big pussy stuff on the Sopranos, which during my Sopranos rewatch, yes. which I'm loving. But wait, how do you think that this connects ultimately? Like, w- what does it say about Dorit that she has convinced herself of the righteousness of making this kind of behavioral? adjustment or choice well I'm also like curious to see like how it carries on because we've only really seen it like in that kind of like moment in Aspen where she kind of like says something to Crystal where Mm -hmm. she like she goes back with Erica like she helped her pack up from Kyle's yeah which Kyle was very upset about and like she's really starting to like distance herself from Kyle it seems I feel like she's like voluntarily putting wedges in between them. Hmm. She knew that helping Erica pack up and leave Kyle's house. And Kyle's whole thing is like, you're at my house. Mm -hmm. I'm hosting. My house. House. Like, it's (laughs) (laughs) like, also because like the whole show is ads for Mauricio's properties. Oh Um, my God. Like, what a weird property to advertise. Not a great great house. house. But very expensive, and I get it. And I'm sure if you're like, I want to go to Aspen, and, and it's a bajillion there, dollars, but not there. a great house. Not a great house. No, like the ha- like the house they have for the dogs on their property back in Encino. Better house is a better house. It is. <laughs> I would rather stay in that house Me too. with Smokey. Of course. I mean, Smokey's very cute. I know, but gonna be a cute. giant dog. But I would fuck up. My, I would literally lock myself in a bedroom if that dog ate my sweater. I would lose Me my too. mind. I would lose my mind. Um. You know, we haven't seen, like, where this is going to take Dorit. I felt like she kind of – but she – what you know, she had that chat with Erica at the end of the 1920s. Also, enough with the 1920s. Oh, my God, I can't. I can't. And I, I had higher hopes for Crystal. I feel like she's, like, so young and hip and cool. And I'm like, you're choosing 1920s? Yeah, I don't like um, – this is just me, and I know it's, like, a part of the Housewives universe to have a theme party. I don't like a costume party. I don't, I don't like Halloween. I hate Halloween. It's I not hate, for me. I hate wearing – I hate being told to wear anything that isn't what I would like to wear. Even, yeah. like, even a wedding where it's, like, you have to wear black. I'm like, mm, no. I don't, though. I don't. I have to wear red. Yeah. Because you just told me that. Yeah. I have to wear red. Now I don't want to wear black, and right. I always want to wear black. <laughs> like, that's what you're doing to my brain. Like, 100%. I just don't like being told what to wear. So I can't like, do – I don't think it's fun. I don't think it's fun. I don't think it's fun. And I don't like buying things I'll wear once. Allison, there's nothing I hate more in the world than spending a single dollar on nothing. a joke. I no. don't want to do it. I don't want to no. do I have, we're looking, we're recording the clothes. I have so many fucking Beautiful. dresses. Thank you. If a, one of the dress, and this is just, and there are drawers, there's other things happening. 
if I don't have an outfit that would work for an event, I'm not meant to go. Correct. It's just not for Correct. me. But it is a part of the Housewives initiation. It is. And it's part to of the like, theme party. And, like, and people it, like look, it. I don't like it. But it's fun to I like see to watch it, people maybe. fighting in dumb yeah. wigs. And right. like, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's always like kind of a fun moment where you're like, oh, you're dressed up as whatever. And you're yelling at somebody that it's, it's fun. It's right. fun. To, but I'm like, give me something a little more creative. That's yeah, what yeah, I would have yeah. hoped for. I had higher yeah. hopes just because like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm such a fan of Crystal that I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, I wanted a little bit more out of that. But she looked gorgeous. Um, you know, we saw her talk to Erica at the end of the episode and it's like, okay, she is still kind of on like, you know, she's like, well, we do have to Kathy, Kathy's behavior. However the hell. Yeah. We Joy need to talks. talk about it. Right. 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 Like, but it's like, oh, she is like joint. And it's like, I, I'm curious to see like where, where she takes this and where her relationship with Kyle goes from here. Cause I don't think that her and Kyle are on good footing. You don't. At this point in the season that we're watching. Based I think that that Aspen fight is not resolved. You know what? And on this week's episode, they did that little flashback, which we didn't see the second part of that fight, I think, until this week. Or not second part, but like yeah, that yeah. moment where it was like, and Kyle saying to Dorit, your decision to defend this is bad. Yeah. I don't think we got that. We got we Kyle's got reaction yeah, but to we the Kimosavi, really, but, but we, we didn't, didn't get really that get part that. of it. So I don't think that that's fully resolved. I think Kyle is holding on to a lot of like, Kyle at the end of the day is about sides. And if you're not mm. on Kyle's side, you're on the wrong side. And I think that she's starting to see Dorit be on the wrong side. And they've never really been on the wrong side of things. Why do you think that Dorit, why do you think Dorit is choosing Erica over Kyle? I think that she, I think that part of it is like a sincere, like, Wanting to defend somebody who I think she connects to. Okay. And I think a part of it might, if Dorit is the kind of calculated cast member that others are, I think that, like, her just being friends with Kyle and on the same side as Kyle and all of this gives her nothing. And I Mm -hmm. think to be like, well, I love Kyle, but I also love Erica. And if this means I have to, like, get a little messy, like, I'll side with Erica because in this moment I know it'll give me a slightly meatier role on this show, which Mm. without it she doesn't really have. And how do you think this is going to play into the reunion? I don't, I'm very interested in what's going to happen at the reunion. It, you know, the, the reports are that it was a bloodbath. Do you believe that it was? They always say that. I know, they always say, it was the craziest thing. You can't believe what happened. And then, like, also, like, it's like, yeah, we're hearing, like, the experience of the reunion was crazy. What are we going to get? A great Because like, we know that these reunions are six to eight hours of taping. Mm-hmm. And this one was like, I want to say. I think it was like the longest. Like, yeah, their call time was like psychotic. Yeah. Understand. We, we appreciate. But we're only going to get three hours of content. Mm-hmm. Probably a four episode run. Which is a terrible decision. So I'm just like, I don't know what we're going to get. I hope. You know, I also just don't know what the back half of the season looks like. How many more episodes are there? I don't know. There can't be many because I think that Andy said that the reunion is going to be in mid-October. I could be completely wrong. My guess is we're like three or four. Right. I would say three, I think. And then next week we're going to get Kyle and Kathy. And it's like, but I don't know where we go after that. And I don't know what else there is brewing. I don't think we go anywhere. I think that Kathy stuff takes us to the end I think there could be something that happens I don't know how the Rinna Kyle dynamic shifts but I don't know of anything or maybe 
some sort of last hurrah with Erica V. Garcelle Sutton, maybe? Maybe. But I think that they're all like, you know, it, it seems like Erica and Sutton every six episodes are like, let's put this to bed. I like hanging out with you, you dumb bitch. Like, right. And then and then it kind of pops up again in a way where it's like, I don't know how we're back here. And same with the Diana stuff. I'm like, either like don't engage with her at all or accept the apology and like try and move on. But like, I don't know what we're doing here continually being like, no, we're fine. No, we're not. Do you think that this season is rewatchable? No. Yeah. Minus the last, I would say minus the last two episodes. I think Aspen, you can rewatch. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what happened in the first half of the season. I mean, I we're doing a um, two-ep day here at AGHQ, and I honestly had to ask Damian Bellino when we recorded. I was like, was the break-in this season? It feels like it was years ago. That's where it started. This is the problem that happens when someone steals $100 million and it gets a lot of fucking attention mm-hmm. is that you start filming the next season right away, which I think was a good choice. Smart. We all wanted it. Yes. But – this is what the I'm, season then becomes, maybe? I, I think don't know. I'm just curious also how long after the season wrapped did the reunion tape? Because, like, what happened in between the last episode and the reunion shooting day? Like, I think that's always where things really get, mm. like, a little. And that's where, like, when I think about Summer House, like, they always have, like, months in between. Because, yeah. like, that show is so timed, like, it only exists for a certain, whereas like, you know, right. housewives can kind of start and end whenever they decide they want to start and end. Mm-hmm. Like Summer House has to take place from like Memorial Day to like early September mm-hmm. and then it doesn't air. So like they can't shoot reunions until we're closer to airtime and therefore like an entire other show happened in between the Summer House taping and the Summer House reunion that like they couldn't then get into on the reunion, even though a lot of those cast members were on it. Winter House. Like, so I'm just like, I am curious as to like what has transpired from the end of the season to a week or two ago when they shot the reunion. And also noting that when it comes to all things reunion and noting the value that certainly production and the network have invested in, and guys, trigger warning, the Fox Force, how deeply uncomfortable are these women going to be allowed to be made to feel, fun Mm -hmm. times with words, on the reunion, noting that a large and or very vocal segment of the audience mm-hmm. wants to see that happen, but maybe some of the powers that be do not. I know. I know. I'm, you know, it's a tough season for Beverly Hills. It's so up and down. It is up and down, but you know what's only sky high is my appreciation for you and thanks in making the schlep to the Upper East Side. Oh my God, are and you having an excuse con- to go to Saks after this? <laughs> I love it. And coming back on each, I feel like it's been a while since we had a deep dive. I think you we, and I. I know. I think we did like a Zoom episode like months ago before my run started. Right? Doesn't that sound right? I don't remember. I don't either. It all blurs together. But I got to come back to the office again. You need to come back ASAP because I also want to get your thoughts on all things Kyle as these episodes. Yes. yes. We should do an emergency episode as soon as the reunion airs of I just think we Kyle. Should. A Kyle special. 
I think we should. And I have a Patreon episode up now that's literally an hour long about all things Richard sisters. But I would be curious for your perspective about Kyle, even in understanding her reactions to I think whatever the, additional the Kathy, reveals we're going to get. Yes, I think like whatever we get out of the Cassie Kyle, you know, run out of this season and whatever we get from the reunion of them, which I think is going to be like, did Kathy go to the reunion? Yeah. Okay. So I think that's going to be a real telling moment for like where we are with Kyle. Yeah. And also what Kyle's decision will be about exacerbating this versus discussing it versus holding her sister accountable for the outburst and whatever else. And also trying to figure out the best move for her strategically in all of this, noting that this is also LOL, her sister. Right. Like how do you weigh, how do you weigh all of this? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't point to, I mean, like, and how do you maybe even out the scales after the scene that takes place with Rena? you know, like versus the reunion? That could really, yeah, one could argue right. that maybe you go in a totally other direction or yes. you know that there's going to be tough moments, but you'll come around because of what happened during filming. That yeah. is fascinating to me. I mean, we're just going to have to see. We are going to have to see. In the meantime, what do we got cooking? What are you working on? How can people follow you? Any winks, hints of any projects to come? Um, I'm going to be doing my show. I've got a show about abortion a little bit more in some cities around the country coming up in the coming months. So like keep an eye out for that. And you can follow me at Allison Libby. Uh, A-L-I-S-O-N-L-E-I-B-Y. I was like, did I forget how to spell my name? I, was like, no, I, I forgot how to spell my middle name multiple times in the last couple years. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Who knows? It's tough. It's, it's tough. like to our brains. Um, <laughs> um, on Instagram and Twitter. And um, yeah, I'm just writing on, I'm writing on Life and Best, oh, uh, Amy Schumer's Hulu show right now. Love. So when season two comes out of that, I've worked on it. So, um, but other than that, yeah, just kind of out and around. Have you talked to Amy about Housewives? She is a loud and proud Bravoholic. We haven't gotten to talk about it much, but she's like brought up Vanderpump rules once or twice really? in the room. And I'm just like, I really want to talk about this, but we have a limited amount of time to like actually finish breaking this episode. So I can't. <laughs> in terms of for like me, this... it would derail the whole day. Now, is she bringing it up in terms of like a plot thing happened or in terms of like this person's personality? No, just that she like her and her husband watch oh, it. Oh, watch it. Oh, wow. And that that was something like, and then we were, you know, we were talking about her and she brought up like, oh, that like we got really deep into Vanderpump rules and feel like we, you know, we were just talking about like reality shows and stuff like that. So I haven't like really gotten into it with her. I'm hoping that that's coming. I mean, I'd love to see that on season three. If we could get an Ariana cameo, if Sonia can show up and try some wine, whatever happens. I'd love to see it. Guys, if you're not an AG Patreon member, what are you even doing? You get exclusive bonus episodes, special event, it's Zoom Kiki invites, and so much more. Patreon.com slash Girls. As mentioned, that Satchel Spectacular deep dive into all things Richard Sisters went up this past weekend. There's going to be another Satchel Spectacular going up in the next couple days that I'm super excited about, and I want to hear from you. So message me on Instagram. Instagram at Dame Galley with your thoughts and feels. If you have a thesis style satchel of gold noting in AG terms, satchels of gold named in honor of Her Holiness Kelly Clorin Ben Simone, our Andy's girls, listeners, thoughts and feels, questions and concerns about all things housewives and more, you can email Andy's girls show at gmail.com. Allison Libby, did I say Instagram at Dame Galley? I think I did. I don't know, but you did just now. Oh, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like me with the agency. I'm just gonna put on a little hat. Put on a little hat. That's, that's IG. <laughs> Thanks for coming to the cloth. Thanks for having me. I have so much fun at Saks. I had so much fun this afternoon. I'll report back. Oh, please. Please let us know. Guys, let us know your thoughts and feels about this episode, and we will chat with you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.